Hey, it's Mike Wickett from Wickett's World here on 1350 ESPN. Time for a quick mini podcast. Got a lot to get in in five minutes because of what has happened over the weekend uh, for the two programs who are headed to the NCAA tournament. We'll get to Iowa State later, but let's run through the weekend and the big news. What a win for Iowa to not only win at Ohio State, which I didn't think they were capable of doing, but to dominate Ohio State for most of that game. I mean, this was not a close game for most of it. They weathered the storm. Ohio State made a bit of a comeback in the second half, and it got a little bit interesting. But bottom line, Iowa played like the better basketball team. It started with the man, Luca Garza. He had 24 in this one, and everybody else hit shots, and it always comes down to the big two, Garza and Wieskamp. And Wieskamp had 19, hit five threes in this one. But there was something about watching Iowa earlier in the week and the way that they came out and got dominated by Michigan, the number three team in the nation. Then to go on the road to Columbus and play the number four team in the nation, it was like watching two different basketball teams. I mean, they looked determined. They looked angry. They looked crisp. Iowa looked like the team that Iowa fans wanted to see. And I've been quite critical of this team saying, yeah, they can beat, you know, the uh, Wisconsin's and Purdue's and Northwestern's or whatever. But what about Michigan and Ohio State? They failed their first measuring uh, game, measurement game of the week when they lost to Michigan in bad fashion. Then they go to Ohio State. The game, again, I didn't think they were going to win. So props to Iowa for proving me wrong. They go on the road, they win. And they make Ohio State look pedestrian. Now, Ohio State's picking a really interesting time to slump. And maybe that was, you know, partially today the fault of the Iowa Hawkeyes. But, man, Ohio State, when they struggle to score on offense, they struggle to score on offense. And Iowa's not the biggest basketball team in the country. But Ohio State surely is undersized. And props to Fran McCaffrey and company for running the offense through, uh, through Luca Garza, as you probably should. He's your school's all-time leading scorer. He dominated on the inside. He was a beast on the inside, and and Iowa salted this one away. So props to Iowa for getting their biggest and best win of the year and doing something that a lot of people did not think they were going to be able to do, and that's go to Ohio State. Uh, More on the Hawkeyes coming up here in a second. Drake, you felt really good for the Bulldogs going into the weekend, needing to get two wins over Bradley. They win on Friday night, and they get beat by the Braves. And they're now 24-3 and three on the year. Now, that record should get you into the NCAA tournament. But when you're a Missouri Valley Conference team losing at that point, and they don't have Tank and they don't have uh, Roman Penn, the committee is now all of a sudden, when they weren't looking maybe at what Drake was going to do in the, the Missouri Valley Conference tournament, now they might. Now I think Drake has work to do. I think Drake has to get one more win to lock themselves into the NCAA tournament. I don't think you can lose to Bradley at the end of the year and lose maybe the first game you play in the Missouri Valley Conference tournament and you're a lock to get in. I think there's a lot of nervous Drake fans everywhere right now. I'm going to bring up a graphic if you're watching the video. uh, This is from Joe Lenardi, ESPN Bracketologist, Saturday night after the loss, he still has Drake as one of the last four buys. Not one of the last four in, one of the last four buys, as you can see right there on the graphic. They're there with VCU and Boise State and UConn. That's interesting to me. It will be very big to see, and I I hope Drake doesn't even bring this into the equation. I hope they go out and win the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament 
or at least get one more win because if they lose their first game in the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament, that's going to be a very interesting list to see where Drake is. And Joe Lenardi is pretty accurate with this. And if you're watching on the video or not, uh, Iowa, they had going into, Joe Lenardi had going into Sunday's game against Ohio State as the top three seed, the ninth seed overall in the NCAA tournament. With a win like that and a loss by Ohio State, there's going to be a lot of movement, plus Baylor loss. So you're talking about two of the top four teams, two teams that were going to be locks for number one seeds, all of a sudden starting to waver a little bit. Baylor looks shaky against uh, Iowa State, and then they lose to Kansas. Ohio State's now dropped three in a row. I think they're no longer a lock for a one seed, and if they continue to fall, you can see them come off the two line as we get into the Big Ten tournament. What an amazing weekend of college basketball it was. There were upsets all over. Iowa goes on the road. Drake splits, creating a big week of drama for the Bulldogs. And then Iowa, of course, has a couple of games left with Wisconsin and uh, Nebraska before they wrap up and go to the Big Ten tournament in Indianapolis. Thanks for checking out the mini podcast. Don't forget, Wicket's World airs Fridays at 4 on 1350 ESPN. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Wicket. Would love to uh, chat more about the college basketball season with you. Thank you so much for uh, tuning into this quick mini podcast. We'll have more. You can get more always at ESPNDesMoines.com.